money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, this is great because this is like this is a pivotal show. I'm so excited coming into this show uh, because we've got some kind of massive changes that we've been working on and where we get to announce them today. So we get to announce a whole rebranding of the podcast, a rebranding rebranding of, of more than enough. So, um, you know, don't go to the website today because to be honest, uh, we haven't done the website yet, but I couldn't wait to, to announce it. So some of the rebranding that we're going to be doing, um, it's, it's a pretty big pivot because We've been doing more than enough and doing financial coaching for the last 15 years, helping people to get out of debt. And well, to be honest, we're done with that. So we've decided to rebrand to more than enough from more than enough to never enough. Uh, so we'll be rebranding all of that. We're going to be talking about uh, how to get into debt, how to get into debt today. Um, you know, it's part of our self hurt series. So um, we just really want to encourage you to go with the flow, get as much as you can out of this life and this world, you know, kind of step over anybody who gets in your way. Um, don't worry about the debt, leverage yourself as much as you possibly can. And uh, Rev and I will be coaching you uh, right from our island in the Caribbean because we figure we, we just want to kind of leverage ourselves, get as much as we can, and then get down and sit on the beach and relax. So we'll be doing a YouTube channel where Reb will be drinking probably Mai Tais or I don't know what you, you know. Or a nice your glass favorite, of water. Whatever it is. Water, yeah. yeah. So, so, just, so just pretty relaxing. exciting times here. Yeah, uh, so. I guess. I, I feel a little grieved, I guess, that yeah. we're, we're making this shift. You seem really excited, but I'm a little more grieved because I wrote some points down about what we could do to get into debt. Yeah, that's a good place to start because that's really going to be the theme of this new branding mm -hmm. is just, you know, how can we help you get into debt and, and stay in debt for as long as you possibly can? But of course, get as much out of it because, uh, you know, uh, our, our new tagline really is life's hard and then you die. So why not get the most out of it? Um, so we're, you know, just kind of going off that perspective. Yeah, and I just pulled the book off my shelf. I think you bought years and years ago. It's, it's, uh, it really is a book on how to get into debt. Someone wrote it. I don't, they didn't even put their name on it. I don't think, uh, the self hurt book series, knock, knock from California. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't even know who wrote it. Maybe someone didn't even want to put their name on it. <laughs> I, it was printed in China. Uh, anyway, you might, if you want to find it, there's a little manual. got some ideas out of here. Mm -hmm. Um, and usually we start with scripture. So I'm really not going to start with scripture because to me, one of the greatest ways you can get into debt and stay into debt is not pay any attention to the, what the Lord has taught us as followers of Christ. We, we just don't pay attention to what he said about money or debt or possessions or yeah i think i think we need to make that clear that you know we're not we're not you know if you've heard the podcast before uh we're we're not walking away from god or or whatever we're just not doing what he says 
right? right. Like, well, that, no, that 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 is, and it sounds pretty. Okay. It sounds pretty harsh when you say it like that. Well, I, he still I, loves me, but you know, we just. I guess I, I'm. I'm not sure that this whole staying out of debt, getting out of debt, managing your finances, um, being a good steward, you know, you know, the the whole change is just really pivotal. On I'm tired of all of that, and you, you know, we decided together that. But I'm wondering if people are in debt, whether they're anyway. But that's another question, and I shouldn't be judgy. When I have issues with money, I know for me personally, in the past, when I know what God says, I just ignore it. Mm-hmm. Like that's just my personal thing that happens with me, I know, and until I've had to grapple with what his word actually says. So, and we're going to keep going on with this. And really, I'm dying because it's (laughs) April Fool's Day. And if you haven't noticed, I hate lying to people. And I don't like doing this to our listeners. And you're way better at lying than I am. Oh, I don't know if that's a a good thing. But thanks. We're we're a few minutes into the show. If you're still here, uh, I don't know if anybody's listening anymore. But if you are, welcome and and hang in. We are Um, not shifting the focus. But we do want to take the opportunity opposite focus actually today we want to yeah. i thought it was a really interesting viewpoint well, wait, 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 stop stop i i really want to make this clear so that what? it is april fools um that last four minutes or so whatever it is that was a, a bit of a joke uh so you can rest easy take a breath um you know maybe your blood pressure has been rising a little bit <laughs> i uh, i hope it was rising a little bit but no, that that was a joke. Yes. So we are going to talk um, a little bit about from a different perspective today. Uh, we thought we'd pick up on this and say, okay, what are some of the things about getting into debt? And Rev does actually have a book that I bought that says how, how to, to get, get into, into debt. debt. Um, so, and I, I, when I started writing these points down, I actually they're quite sobering. Mm. So I want you to hear them. If we want to stay in debt and keep in debt. Number one, don't pray or ask for God's guidance. Mm. Don't read his word. I was serious. Mm. Let's not find out what he says. And then number two, let's not obey what he says. So when you're looking at your life and you have some debt, and I'm not saying that we don't get have reasons for our indebtedness, that we're investing. David and I have a mortgage on our home. It's an investment. There are all kinds. We, we go to take out a loan to go to school. It's an investment in ourselves. Uh, you know, but there's, there's wise ways that we use credit. And we're talking about the kind of credit use that isn't wisdom. And we know that there are a lot of people who are struggling financially and you feel like credit is the only place you can go. And believe me, we understand that. But we still believe God's word is true. And his word to us is like um, like a gazelle in, um, from the hand of the hunter we are to run away from debt and and creditors. And uh, we should work really hard to get out of that place. So maybe you are in a tough place. And um, if you want to stay there, then don't ask for help either. Mm -hmm. Don't be in community. Don't talk about money with your partner, your kids, your family. Keep it a secret. Keep it buried. And that's how you'll stay in debt. Mm -hmm. So 
first of all, don't spend time with God. Don't ask him, don't obey, and then don't talk about it with others. Don't be in community and keep it all inside. If that's how you want to stay in, be in debt, then stay there. That's the recipe for, for getting into debt and staying there. You know, the other part of the recipe here is just simply don't do anything. Um, you know, the, the default position uh, in our current culture um, you don't even have to run towards debt. Uh, it is just, in a sense, the current, the, the flow that happens where you, you, you'll, just, you'll just get into debt naturally. That's the natural, uh, again, um, just don't do anything. Don't pay attention to your, to, to your finances or to the, the money that's coming in and coming out. If you see something that you want, go get it. If the kids see something they want, say yes. Um, you know, those are some of the easy ways to just, just don't really pay attention and you'll get into debt quick enough. Right. And that means also that you're not doing anything, but you're also not making plans. So don't be aware yep. and don't make a plan right. um, because that awareness and planning will lead you to debt-free living. Sure. And, um, you know, I, and and you guys might be like, oh, Dave and Rev, you've gone too far today. But I really think there is some wisdom in looking on the opposite side. And mm -hmm. I think that's why that book you brought home for me um, was written. It's this tongue and cheek. Like, do you want to stay in debt? Do you care? Do you care about what God's word says? And some of you do, and you're hurting so much. And this is hard. And you might these things, this, we might be causing you more woundedness, so mm. you can just turn the radio off then. But we're talking to people who who really aren't paying attention, mm. and they're getting in debt, and they wake up one day, and all of a sudden, the stress is too much, or they come for a mortgage, and they realize they can't get a, a, a new mortgage. They can't, their credit isn't what it was. They haven't paid, they, they owe a lot on their home. They have a lot on their credit cards, and all of a sudden, it gets serious. Mm. All of a sudden, and they're forced to pay attention because they can no longer get what they want. Mm -hmm. And one of the other tips we have is if you want to stay into debt, make sure everything you want becomes in your mind a need. Right. So let's say you need $200 pairs of running shoes for all your kids and you have five kids, that's $1,000. And you know that they need the $200 pair of shoes. Right. So, you know, this is where, it, you know, we're, we're simply exchanging our wants for needs. And there's, you, you kind of just turn everything that you want into a need. And, and then again, that's a great way to get into debt because, uh, and as we filter that through, as we look to that and say, there are different ways, uh, especially in this, this uh, um, kind of period of time where we've just come through COVID and the, the prices of things are escalating. So, you know, turning all of those things that we've denied ourselves over these last number of years with COVID and maybe the restrictions have not allowed us to go out for dinner. Well, now I need to go out for dinner. It's not a want, it's a need. I, I, I have to do it. And so that would be an example of kind of exchanging a want for a need, but you know, I want to go out for dinner. No, no, I need to go. I haven't been out for dinner in two years. Um, this is a need. You know, going through all of these things is really hard for me. I just want to tell you that as <laughs> listeners, this is really hard because I want to be encouraging and tell you not to do any of these things. 
But it's taking everything in me to tell you to do this. Because mm-hmm. if you want to stay in debt, this is how you can stay in debt. Mm-hmm. So the last two points are kind of related. One is spend more money than you make, which is kind of related. And that's super this- easy. Like, yeah, it really right. is. I mean, we've just talked about some of the ways to do that. But just super easy. I mean, we get marketed to all kinds, you know, about 6,000 images a day, depending on who you, you talk to. So there's lots of opportunity to spend more than you make. Right. And then the next one, the last one I had written down, I'm sure you guys might have ideas too on how you can stay in debt. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe helping your kids is one of them, um, you know, right. right? Yeah. So that that also, especially in the climate of buying homes, maybe you as a retired but, couple weren't planning to mm-hmm. have any more debt, but your kids need help buying a house. Right. And so you say, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just help my kids. Yeah. And there's nothing in the heart wrong with wanting to help your kids. But we've got to weigh it against the wisdom of, again, you know. Might be in a demographic where helping your kids means that you're going into debt to do so. Yes. And, and, and again, and if, and if you how do stay, you weigh that out? I right? know, I know. Mm-hmm. We're slipping back into oh. not getting in. We're slipping back into the other way. Oh, so don't think so about don't it. Think yeah. about yeah. it. Don't think about it. Just say yes to your kids. Mm-hmm. And do it. And do it. Okay, yeah. Good. Um, and then the other one is like, Matt, I know this is really hard. It's a hard. It is hard. Um, and then just max out your credit cards and your credit line. Um, that's easy though. Yeah. That's, that's easy, and that's so. fun. Yeah, like uh, I like I like doing that. Especially like I just mentioned, you know, turning your 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 wants into a need. Right. So if you've got a credit card, you might want to call the bank and up the limit. Like just see if you can get see them how to far, up the see limit. See how far right? they can yeah. you can up it, because and, then, and don't look at your interest payments. You know, don't, and if don't, you if you really want to be a little bit a little bit in a sense responsible, then then up your lines of credit first, because that's usually a cheaper interest rate. I know, than but the, we're the not being cards. reasonable. Remember, well, I know, but maybe you can be a little prudent there. How's that? Well, I guess then you can get more stuff, right? Because you're paying less interest, right? right? Or you can go on more trips, hmm, whatever. Did, yeah. Didn't we? Do you remember that one story from long ago where there was a uh, a person who had a really high paying career and he had come when you guys just started coaching and he came with his wife and two kids and she had a closet full of new clothes she didn't wear and so that's also one thing just buy Mm -hmm. lots of stuff that you'll never wear use that's another way of staying in debt Mm -hmm. but he he had said well he he had a really high stress job so he Mm -hmm. deserved to go on a vacation every two months with his kids was it every two months do you remember that story yeah, so there, there's just a, you know, I think that if we're going to get into debt, entitlement is a great way oh, to, to, stay to stay in debt is, is yes. you know, um, you know, even even just, you know, hey, I, I, you know, I make this money, so I, I should be able to get this kind of credit, like I should be able to, to. Um, well, yeah, and that you know, I deserve. So keep saying I deserve and, you know, do it. You know, I, I great just, way to stay in debt. Just I've worked really hard today. Mm-hmm. So I need I deserve a, a Starbucks and a chapters run, Dave. So at least two or three times a day. I well, would think, well, I, but, I'm, not, I'm not excessive. But well, I that's how you stay in debt. Well, right, that's how yes, you get in debt. Right, is, okay. Is, you know, okay, one on the way, one at lunch. Okay, when are we going to stop at- this? Because this is like halfway through the show and it's driving me crazy. <laughs> oh, you well, guys. Well, I think you got one or more, uh, one I, or no, more things. I, I, that we, we got we tackled them well, all, we, how to stay take, and get in debt. And, yeah, okay. I run toward debt, I said, but I kind of kind of yeah. did that with that verse about the gazelle. Right. running from. Oh, and the one thing is, 
Okay, here's the biggie. It's another scripture verse I will speak at. So God says, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you will be able to test and approve what God's, what God's will is for you. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to know what he wants, so we already said, don't read his word, don't spend time with him, don't be in community because mm-hmm. your community of believers will be encouraging you. Hopefully, well, actually, we know that our community, a lot of communities don't talk about money. So I guess don't but, bring up this. Anyway, but the verse says the conform verse, to the world, right? Don't conform. The verse I know, says, but don't, if so, we want to get into that, right, we, if have we want to get into that. We have to conform to doing. And Dave has always said that we no longer um, have a default position to save money as a culture. We have a default position to spend, mm-hmm. and that. That is uh, in the 1950s, that's when the credit cards came. And that's when the start of all of this uh, really started snowballing. But we do have some saying all of this, dear. Yes. Okay. We are not, uh, we don't have a business called Never Enough. (laughs) But I will be honest, and I think David can be too. In this season, um, you know, you want to pray for us, pray for us. Mm. Because there's a level of... um, discouragement some Mm -hmm. days when we're tired that there is there there is a need when we get out of debt for transformation Mm -hmm. debt financial um you know getting out of debt having financial coaching becoming a good steward is a transformational journey Mm -hmm. and some of us just don't have the stamina for it and sometimes david and i you know, struggle to have the stamina to keep saying what we believe God has put on our hearts to encourage the body of Christ to get close to the Lord in this season. His word doesn't change. The hard stuff is still happening. It happened 2,000 years ago when he died. Um, He still said, love your neighbor and love yourself. And he asks us to do that with our finances. Uh, love, did I say love yourself? <laughs> love God and love others yes. like yourself. Oh, see, yeah. Maybe just put yourself first to get it. Keep putting yourself first if you want to stay in debt. See, you've converted already. I know. It's that easy to convert uh, to getting into debt. Just I like know. that. Boom, I know. I'm just converted. The switch, I you know. know. Help me. No, pray for me. Anyway, we say that because we are we stopping more than enough? No. Or do yeah. we want to encourage you? We are encouraged in the Lord. <laughs> To keep with the message that there's a better way to live um, with God in our finances. And, and you know, maybe we can put this into a little bit of context of, of history and, and today's. I know, you know, we were looking at uh, Manulife. I did the uh, the debt survey recently, which had some... some um, impact from COVID. So, you know, we're starting to see some some of the impact of COVID come out. But if we go back in history, I mean, you know, debt is not, it's not a new thing, right? I mean, we can read it in scripture, but we can read it way before scripture. Uh, you know, again, I think of, of, you know, the many, the many ways that creditors would, would collect debts, you know, here in our, in our, you know, it's currency, it's money that, you know, we're spending money and, and credit and, and doing all that, you know, th- hundreds and, and maybe even thousands of years ago, you know, debt was serious enough that you could lose a child, that, that, that a creditor mm-hmm. could come 
and put you in prison. Or, you know, there were prisons called debtor prisons where you had a debt and you were placed in the prison until you could pay the debt back. And, you know, that seems a little counterproductive because how do you pay a debt back when you can't really work because you're in prison? Well, your family or somebody would have to, to come and, and, and raise the money or get the money to be able to, to do that. And so, you know, debt is not a new thing, but it is. It has and is always been a serious thing. Uh, in that, um, there, the consequences even now in our current culture, we feel the stress, we feel the the, the pressure, we we feel the uh, you know sometimes the sleepless nights and the anxiety and the, the physical effects of it. Um, here in North America. We're never too worried about uh, a creditor coming and taking one of our children. Um, you know, that's not a concern. But that was that in, was in North, how serious but in it North, was. Well, in North America, because I still think there is a bit of that that happens in the world today that maybe we don't talk about. You know, there is a, a word um, called, it's called nexum. It's Latin for debt slavery. Mm-hmm. And r- the, in the R- Roman Republic, the debtor pledged his person as collateral if he couldn't pay the loan. Mm-hmm. Now, that was abolished in 326 BC, but um, there there were remnants. Mm-hmm. There's remnants of this. Like, and well, even the word mortgage, and we've talked about this oh, yeah. before, you know, that's a French word made up of basically two things. And, and the first part of the word mortgage means death. It's mort. If you're French, and I know a lot of our listeners are French, they would recognize that it's mort. That means death. And, and the second part of the word means pledge. So the original uh, genesis of this loan was I'm putting my house up for collateral and I'm essentially pledging to pay it back on my death. Um, and, you know, again, that th- that seems pretty serious. It seems like it's a, a pretty serious commitment. And so when we look at it in the context of the world today, I know this, especially right now here in Ottawa and in, in, in Ontario where we are, there's a lot of people that are frustrated about buying a house and trying to get in the market and a lot of people who want to buy and the houses are, 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 are so expensive and, and the price of, of stuff is, is, is high and, and we see all of those things. But that doesn't change that, you know, when we look at debt, when we look at the, the, the not just the history, but also the effects currently that we see, we go... It, it, we need to give it a little more weight. We need to give it a little more serious thought. Do I really want to to take this this death pledge that I'm gonna don't really have a plan or know that my plan isn't great to pay it back? I'm living on the edge. I'm taking some risks. So again, as we enter into um, you know this is the April. April 1st, April Fool's uh, show. Uh, and we started, uh, obviously, tongue-in-cheek. And, and, and as we've come to it, we, Rev and I, really, our heart is, is to, to say, um, you know, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, this is what Let's Talk Money is all about, um, is to, to give an opportunity to say, what is the reality? Um, and recognize that we're not the first generation to deal with debt. We're not the first generation to try and figure it out. Um, and, and I guess that's one encouragement I 
I think I'm thinking of, I was talking to um, a, a close relative of ours the other day and we were talking about the house, prices of houses. And and then I reflected back a hundred years mm-hmm. um, when my grandfather who had everything in, in, in what is now Crimea mm-hmm. um, had to flee because of the revolution. And he came to Canada and he had nothing. Um, and he pretty much died without a lot, um, but he honored the Lord and served the Lord and wanted to love him no matter what. So no matter what place he found himself in financially or in stress, um, I know his story um, well enough, although I never met him because he died 20 years before I was born. But he was a man who in my mind is an example to me and my and my grandmother examples to me of persevering they came to a land and and this is a familiar story now with the wars Mm -hmm. that are happening and the refugees that are coming to our nation you know um there there was this drive in my grandfather to love the lord his god with all his heart and soul and mind credit wasn't available then you you didn't eat if you didn't work um and they ate simply and they lived simply so it was it was i i guess i'm reflecting a lot on his story because now we're finding well we just we feel like we should have the right to buy a home Mm -hmm. but now it's getting so out of hand that maybe we just can't and maybe we have to wrestle with this truth that we just don't make the money that can afford the houses that are out there right now and doesn't mean that god doesn't have a home for you but It does take pressing in. It does take paying attention to what God is saying to you and to me in this season. Mm -hmm. And the message might be different. For our neighbor, it might be, yes, there's a house for you at this time. And God works it out in a way that's beautiful and miraculous. And there it is. But maybe for you, it's not. We aren't to compare ourselves to others. We, We need to remain in the, that lane that God has given us to walk in this season. And is he asking you to work on your debt load? Mm-hmm. Is he asking you to reevaluate? What is he saying to you in this season with the world the way it is? Not to be afraid of it, not to make decisions out of fear, but to come to him with our debt and our worries and our frustrations and our lack of income because many of us have lost percentages in mm-hmm. our income power, um, earning power and 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 then the other part of what we love to talk about is community and sharing how do we encourage us to share what we have so you who are struggling can have enough today and and this is such a i mean again there's so many places that uh you know well i'll use the current example with the ukraine as to the just the outpouring of people's generosity and if you're listening to this and and you you've been part of that outpouring you know that is exactly god's heart that's kingdom where where there there are people that are in desperate need they're in desperate need to 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 escape war they're in desperate need to find a place to to live they're they're in transit they're tired they're they're probably hungry uh, you know all of those things and so there's a um, an incredible opportunity for us to say that's an obvious place where we can uh, where we can help but of course debt as we've been talking about today debt restricts us from that we we have to if we are in debt then we go well i can't be as generous as i want to be because i have to make the i made this commitment 
for this debt that I need to repay. And and I, again, not commenting on that, whether it's a good or bad debt or whether they're, they're, we're not talking about the morality. What we're talking about is, is that um, the, the freedom that comes from living debt-free. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to leave that thought with you today, the freedom that comes with living debt-free. And, and what would that look like for you? And I'll, again, want to leave that something for you to ponder, something for you to reach out, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, and, and mine.ca. I'll have the podcast hosted, but reach out to us on more uh, morethanenough.ca, and, and let's have the discussion. So, Reb, do you want to pray for a minute? Lord, I just want to thank you that you don't want us to stay into debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm thankful that you have invited us to the cross of Jesus, that you invite us to yourself. And I thank you that we can pour out our questions and our concerns and our laments to you about debt in our lives. And we just know that you have a way forward for us. So I pray that we would all grab a hold of what you have for each of us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Well, thanks for putting up with us today. (laughs) Thanks for sharing in the joke and uh, live a debt-free lifestyle and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.